It's a new season, and that means some new plays are getting uh, all set. And the first show of the season is something called Chess, the musical. Who wants to tell me a little bit about what this is about? Chess is a 1980s musical. It was um, originally produced in London uh, and then made its way for a short stint um, on Broadway. And the show is about a love triangle that is placed or, or happens at the world championship of chess in the middle of the Cold War. The show is at once a rock concert, an opera, and a piece of political theater, which is probably the reason why I approached the theater about doing the show. It's a show that's not often done stateside, but it's very popular in Europe and a show that has been very rewarding because it presents a lot of unique challenges, especially on the music side. Speaking of the music side, talking about that, you have a, obviously a major role in trying to put this all together. Tell me a little bit about some of the challenges musically of putting this show together. As Edgar had mentioned, uh, it is at once a rock concert and an opera. One of the challenges is its length. It is almost two hours and 15 minutes of of through composed music, which means it really doesn't stop very often for applause. It'll go one number into the next, into the next. And uh, one of the other things that's really challenging about it is the ensemble's role in singing uh, just about in every number. There's three-part, four-part, sometimes more, five-part harmony um, sung by the vocal ensemble. Um, major, major harmonies happening. And in different styles. Some of them are rock styles. Some of them are very lush, beautiful, almost Italian opera-sounding numbers. And sometimes it sounds like Mamma Mia. Sometimes it sounds like Cats. It's, uh, it's definitely <laughs> uh, it's a challenge to switch genres so fast. Uh, also, in addition to that, we're going to have a 14-piece orchestra, and everyone has been working really hard on it. It's actually, I'm very proud, it's been sounding excellent so far. Jenna, you're playing the part of Florence. Yes. And I assume she's the one part of this I triangle? Am, I am definitely part of the triangle. <laughs> um, I am the second to the American, and the triangle is with the Russian. So it's like it's kind of like a weird triangle, though, because there's there's a weird triangle between the American and the Russian and Florence, but like not a love triangle because there really is no love between uh, Florence and Freddie, which is the American, but the real triangle lies within Anatoly, who is the Russian, Florence, and Svetlana, who, spoiler alert, it's not really a spoiler alert, Svetlana is Anatoly's wife, so that is where the love triangle lies. Talking about this show, it takes place during the Cold War, as you mentioned, was first produced, I believe, in the 1980s, which we didn't realize it at the time, but was the tail end of the Soviet Union, if you will. Yeah, yeah. For people who are not old enough to remember the, the Cold War and the end of the Cold War, how does that uh, play in 2019? You're hitting on a point that uh, is probably the second reason why Chess was the show that I wanted the theater to choose and to let me do. It's particularly timely to revisit the history of U.S. and Soviet relationships given the, the current political climate and what's currently happening with the current administration and its relationship with, with Russia. It is, I think, for younger audience members that don't remember the Cold War, a history lesson and uh, an opportunity to view the current situation with U.S. and, and Russia relations with a more informed I and more, more informed viewpoint. 
because it certainly gives it context. And what is happening in the show is that you have U.S. government efforts and Soviet government efforts, like they did in the in the in the seventies and the early eighties, trying to infiltrate this global event and try to um, effectuate the changes, uh, effectuate the, the the ends that they seek, not for for political reasons, right? So you have the the, the Soviet government trying to influence the, the the outcome of the tournament, so that the Soviet player wins. And you have the American government, again, influ- influencing and trying to um, create an outcome that is most beneficial for it. This is what happened. This is what happened in chess. This is what happened in the Olympics during the time period. So it's, um, it is also a, a historical piece of theater, which is, makes it very exciting. Jack, you talked a bit about how the music in this takes on many different genres at times, sounding like an opera at times, sounding like Mamma Mia. I can understand why that's true since two of the musical writers of this are from the group ABBA. So how does that play into this? And one of the things I also want to ask about is you talk about the orchestration. Before we were recording this interview, you had mentioned that the orchestration, I believe, calls for something like 25 orchestra members. You had to narrow that down to a smaller group. What are some of the challenges with that? One of the challenges is just time. Taking 25 musicians and bringing it down to 14, a lot of music directors will just not use the books. And that's okay. That's fine. I don't like to do that, though, because then what may happen is a beautiful line in, say, the English horn just doesn't sound and doesn't end and it gets lost in the ether. It never happens. I like to look at the score and make sure that all of the really important pieces of the score are heard. So I go through and rewrite all of the books to include the lines that are most important to the score. So I did bring it down from 25 to 14 for this particular show, but the the work is to create a more full sound for the orchestra. Um, in terms of ABBA, um, there are some tunes that you can really hear are very similar to the stylistic sound of ABBA. A lot of it is in the more uh, upbeat dance numbers, um, like One Night in Bangkok, which of course made it onto the radio in the 80s outside of chess. It was a hit on its own, and it definitely has that ABBA sound, as does the, the number The Arbiter in the first act. It has a really distinctive ABBA sound with changing meters and... Uh, almost that sort of slight post-disco sound that's them. It's really exciting, and it's really neat to hear those writers write something that is so vastly different than the ABBA sound, because other numbers like the Mountain Duet in Act One are completely different sounding. Jenna, I'm curious, from an actor's perspective, when did you first get this part? Tell me a little bit about the process of learning the lines, learning the music, all that goes into uh, putting this together. And as we're recording this, it's about a week and a half before mm-hmm. opening night. You know, this process has been a little challenging for me. Some of the lines in this particular book, they're just not spoken the way that I feel like a human would speak. <laughs> they're written weird. So it's very difficult to memorize some of these lines because they're just not natural. And as for the lyrics... We had this conversation. It's a lot of the the songs are so pattery. Like they like there's every note has a different word, or it, it's just so wordy, and also sometimes doesn't quite make sense. But I guess that's what happens when Abba <laughs> writes a musical. So, but it's it's a uh, it's very challenging musically. I feel mostly bad for the ensemble because they have so many lyrics and a lot of the melodies are the same, but like change just slightly with like very in-depth lyric changes or 
different languages that they have to speak and it's a lot honestly it's a lot more difficult than i think anyone anticipated in this show and we also should mention two nights ago you received the perry award for those who aren't familiar with the perry awards tell us a bit about that and what you won for i won best outstanding actress in a musical lead actress for newsies i was Catherine plummer here at cdc so this is i guess my fourth show at the cdc so i really enjoy coming back here and that was great that was a great honor i worked particularly very hard on that show um there's some aspects of dance that were more challenging for me um so to receive that award for that particular role was very um rewarding for me we're coming up to the performance tell me when folks can catch chess at the Cranford Dramatic Club. Um, our opening night is September 27th, and we run for three weekends, uh, Friday and Saturday for each of the three weekends. And then Sunday, October 6th, we have a matinee. The Friday and Saturday shows are at 8 p.m., and the Sunday, October 6th show is at 2 p.m. You can get tickets at cdctheater.org, and you can buy tickets online. It's slightly cheaper online. You can also buy tickets at the door the day of the show. Thank you all very much. Look forward to seeing this latest production from the Cranford Dramatic Club. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.